Let us pray. Shatter the silence, mighty God, with your glad and glorious greetings. Banish all our fears and give us faith in Jesus Christ, the risen Lord. If there is anything said from this pulpit that is against your will, let it come to naught and do no harm. But if there is anything said from this pulpit that is according to your will, let it be heard, as if sung by the voice of angels, that hearing we might believe, and believing be more loving. Amen. Today is Easter, and what do we say on Easter? Happy Easter. Yeah. Why do we say Happy Easter? I want to tell you why we say Happy Easter. But I want to tell you why we say Happy Easter by telling you about a different day. And that is Book Fair Day. Book Fair Day at school. Do you know what we say on Book Fair Day? Uh oh. Because everyone loves Book Fair Day. Everyone except for the parent that forgets to send their child to school with money. And so some of us say, "Uh uh-oh, on book fair day. And I know what you're thinking. On this last book fair day, he must have forgotten to send money with his children. Yes, this is true. But thankfully, we have a fail-safe, which is my wife. And she did not forget. They were fine. But I did take the kids to school that day. We pulled into the car rider line that morning. And I noticed on that day that there was a long playground fence, right? The one that stretched from the school to the road. That was covered with clothes. Yes, lots of jackets and shirts on hangers. What is that? The kids asked. It was book fair day, but was it clothes sale day too? Which was another problem because I definitely did not send them with enough money for that. That's a Philadelphia Union shirt, my son said. He was pleading for it. But then I realized it wasn't a sale, was it? It was a lost and found. A long, sprawling lost and found. A lost and found of items left around the school and the playground all winter long. And then, of course, I had the same reaction of every other parent that pulled in that morning. It's a feeling of panic and horror. Are some of our things on that fence out there for all the world to see? A lost and found, a fence. Thankfully, that's not God's reaction to us, as lost as we might be. Each of us on a fence of our own, away from him, away from the one that loves us. I wish we weren't so disconnected from God, don't you? Confessions of a pastor on Easter Sunday, I guess. I wish that the tether between us and God was as tight as it was on the first day of creation when God looked at the world and said it was good and then looked at it again and said it was 
very good. I wish there was an intimacy between us and God. The kind of intimacy that there was way back when, when he put Adam and Eve in the garden and trusted them to grow things. I would love it if we had transcendent moments, even fleetingly so with God. Like the one that Moses had with the burning bush, where God gave him the confidence to be what he could be. Or the one that David had with Goliath, where he was encouraging David to do something that he never thought he could do. Or the one that Mary had when she heard those angels for the very first time. Those moments with God. Don't you wish that we had them? I would love it if we had these experiences with God. Like the ones that the psalmist had, that had them writing love notes like they did. Or the prophets, the ones that they had, that had them speaking out for what is right. The world would be so much better if we just could have these these moments, these experiences with God. If we weren't so lost, if we weren't so distant from them. That's what today is supposed to be, isn't it? It's supposed to be bringing us right up close to God, isn't it? Tell me it is. Isn't all of this, this pageantry, isn't all of the singing, isn't the tradition and the reading, even the preaching, isn't it supposed to be more than just touching and beautiful? Isn't it supposed to be a response from the fence from us? No? Isn't this meant to be, this, all of this, isn't it meant to be a way for us to call out from the fence? And say, I miss you, God. We miss you. We wish we were closer. This fence we're on, this fence that says we're lost, we're, we're calling out today saying we're right here. I'm still right here, I promise. Still right here. May not seem it all the time, but I am. I want to be found. Don't you want to be found? Because it seems to me that God would be right to see us on that fence and, and grimace. Martin Luther said once, if I were God, I'd kick the world to pieces. Aren't you glad you're Presbyterian? <laughs> because it's Presbyterian pastor, Fred Beekner, who says Martin Luther wasn't God. God is God. And God has never kicked the world to pieces. He keeps re-entering the world, Beekner says. Keeps offering himself to the world by grace. Keeps somehow blessing the world. Making possible a kind of life which we all, in our deepest being, hunger for, right? That feeling of connection with God. That's the message of Easter. On the day of the incarnation... God entered the world. He broke in, born to Mary and Joseph in a stable. And then Jesus spent his life looking for us. Looking for us, people like us. He looked for us in the halls of power, in the bodies of the sick, and the faces of the poor. That's what God sent Jesus to do. He found some of us. He called them disciples. And then others followed him too. 
And on it went. But it was this week, the week that we call Holy Week, that God really came to find the missing once and for all and into all time. Because when this week he had his back, he had, his, he had a friend turn on him in Judas, that was a way of finding us. Because we have our friends turn our backs on, on us too. And when he was denied by Peter, that was, again, a way of finding us. Because we get let down by the ones that we love. And when they beat him up, that was a way of him finding us because we get beat up. And when they called him names, that was a way of him finding us because we get called names. And when they forgot him in a tomb, guess what? That was a way of him finding us because we get forgotten too. And when, and when he left the tomb empty, that was a way of him telling us, I'm never going to stop looking for you. And he's going to find us because now there's nowhere on the timeline of our existence, not even death, that's unknown to, to Jesus, to God. He's been everywhere he has to look for us. And he's been everywhere he has to look for the people that we love. He's been there. And he awaits for us on the other side of each and every one of our experiences, especially our difficult experiences. Not every parent looked at that fence on book fair day with panic and horror. Some looked at it with great joy, right? There it is. There's that thing that we've been looking for. That Philadelphia Union shirt that we got at the game last summer. There it is. Your sister's favorite pullover. That she let you borrow. And she's been complaining about ever since. Here it is, right there on the fence. There's that coat we got you for Christmas. All those things that we loved, we found them right there on that fence. There they are. I think that's how God is. What we thought was gone for good is back. What everyone thought was gone for good is back. That's the story of Easter. The stone has been rolled away. Love is back. Jesus is not gone after all. And because he isn't, neither are we. We aren't gone. Not a single one of us is too far gone, too far down the fence for him to find us. We have been on the fence with our promises with our goals, with our families, and even with God, we can be on the fence. But in Jesus, God was on the cross. In Jesus, God was in the tomb. And in the resurrection, God says once and for all, he has never been and never will be on the fence with his love for us. And that is why we say, Happy Easter. Amen.